pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. Now, if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, this question won't apply. But if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, it does. Have you ever tried to find the North Star? As an avid stargazer, I've learned that finding it isn't as easy as it was made out to be in cartoons. Not only is it relatively dim, but it's found at the end of the Little Dipper, which is more difficult to find in a night sky than the more well-known Big Dipper. But if you use the Big Dipper as a reference point to find the North Star, well, it would guide you north, just what's posted on the tin. And if you were to take a time-lapse photo pointed at Polaris, you would see the entire night sky spinning in a circle with Polaris right in the center of the shot. Considering how common GPS is nowadays, it's unlikely you need to use a night sky to find your way. But finding true north is still an essential skill for leadership. Bill George, professor of management practice at Harvard Business School, developed the theory of true north that helps leaders find clarity of purpose in an ever-spinning world. By undertaking this voyage of self-discovery, people can discover their own unique purpose, shaped by their experiences, to become more authentic leaders that seek to serve and empower others. Now, this theory isn't reserved for white-collar executives. Believers can use this to find clarity of purpose in their service to God and to his worldwide family in Christ. Our Heavenly Father represents our ultimate, true north, a fixed point of reference that allows us to find our way when we're off track. When we stray from our calling or lose focus on which direction we should go, we need to have a constant guide to help us recalibrate our direction, even if it's not 100% attainable in our lives. Proverbs 3 verses 1 through 8 offers sound guidance on how we are to assess our trajectory. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. How do we develop our personal true north? In his books about true north, Bill George explained how clarity of purpose is often shaped by our often painful experiences such as heartache, illness, or injustice. George called these moments crucibles in our lives, likening trials to the ceramic containers used to house metals to be purified through intense heat. In 1 Peter 1 verses 3 through 7, Peter uses the same metaphor to remind us that our faith is shaped by our trials. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, 
kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. By assessing these crucible moments in conjunction with reading the Bible, prayer, and discussion with believers, we can find opportunities to shift our perspective from being self-centered to gospel-centered. This self-reflection can help steer us towards true north. By doing this frequently, we can build a more authentic relationship with God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the household of faith. When we develop authenticity in our walk, our focus shifts from doing things that we feel look good to others, which can lead to pursuing recognition and personal success, to the things that are aligned with God's values and our goals, enabling us to become better servants. This, in turn, inspires others around us to become more genuine in their individual pursuit of true north. Finding true north, much like discipleship, is not something done once, then forgotten. It's a lifelong process, refined with new experiences and a better understanding of God's plans for us through the Bible. What might be your true north today may not be the same a year from now. What I'm hoping you do, at least after this devotion ends, is reflect on the experiences that shaped you into who you are today. Use these moments to ask yourself what positive things you want to share with others or what negative things you want to prevent others from experiencing. Bring those answers to God in prayer and to your brothers and sisters for further contemplation. With that in mind, try to craft a unique mission statement that explains how you'll use your experiences and gifts to proclaim the gospel to those around you. Will you use the memory of a loved one to share their values? Or perhaps take the memory of personal injustice to advocate for others? I can't tell you what yours will be. Only that when you do discover your true north, it will remain a fixed point in your ever-spinning life to guide you towards God's kingdom. To close, we'll consider the message of Colossians 3, verses 1 through 4, which highlights the importance of setting our focus on spiritual things and our hope if we make this our lifelong goal. If, then, you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to another devotion here on Pause to Consider. If you like this devotion, I hope you'll share it with your friends and your loved ones. If you have any questions or feedback, you can email me at pause to consider podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow the Facebook and Instagram pages. And if you haven't already, I hope you take the time to subscribe to Pause to Consider on Apple Podcasts or your preferred streaming platform. 
But above all else, I hope this was helpful for you. And I pray that God continues to bless you until we meet again, whether it's on our next devotion or in God's kingdom. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pause to Consider. I'm Levi, and I wanted to be sure you've heard about a few other podcasts in the WCF network. I am actually one of the co-hosts on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. That's A Little Faith. Tom and Naomi are exploring how we interact in our ecclesial relationships in From the Platform. It's a very in-depth series that is incredibly helpful for understanding and developing compassion and better listening practices. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or our website, wcfoundation.org slash podcasts. Have a great week.